This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. One guy with no shoes took out a whole fucking terrorist outfit. But it had That's, nothing to do with Christmas. It had everything. It, it had nothing to do. It was a Christmas do. miracle. You can't even name all eight of the other ones. Um, there's Donner. Um, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> he got to the second name. <laughs> there's, there's Jimbo. <laughs> My family only does white elephant, and I hate white elephant. I think white elephant. White elephant is the stupidest, the most un-Christmassy thing. thing ever. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So as a parent, you are always looking for ways to save time and beat the system. Up until you're a parent, your whole life has been about doing what you want, when you want, with whoever you want. It's a pretty great setup. And then you meet the girl or guy of your dreams. And before you know it, you decide the two of you aren't enough. You've got to expand. You've got to multiply. You've got to bring more people into this situation. Then suddenly there's this tiny human that can't speak or walk, but wields amazing power over you and everyone around you. Overnight, this little terrorist masquerading as a bundle of joy demands all your time, all your sleep, and your fucking TV for the next 18 years. You go from being able to watch whatever you want to knowing the plot to almost every kid's show on television. Seriously, if I don't see another episode of SpongeBob for the rest of my fucking life, it'll be just fine with me. Now, don't get me wrong, I love Chris, but every parent has a moment or two where they wonder, what the hell happened? And you spend a lot of time wondering that, especially around Christmas. Now, before you have a kid, you usually get your significant other a gift and then gifts for the family like your mom and dad, maybe a good friend or two. But as soon as the kid shows up, all that shit goes out the window. Even before they're old enough to distinguish colors, every grandparent, overzealous aunt and uncle, neighbor, people from work are showering this kid with tons and tons of shit. Shit that they don't need and won't need for a couple of years. Like the kid's dying and the only thing that's going to cure them is getting more gifts. Now, that's all fine and dandy until you get to the point where the kid can watch TV. Suddenly, everything changes. Now the TV can tell them what they want for Christmas. It can tell them, you know, that generic gifts aren't good enough. Now they got to have the name brand shit. The magical talking box where SpongeBob and his buddy Patrick live can tell the kids what kind of toys they need, what kind of shoes they need, and exactly what kind of store you need to buy it from. So for me and my wife, we're a couple years into this whole Christmas rush and we're dealing with Christopher's rapidly growing Christmas list when we get this genius idea. This year, when we're shopping for our gifts, we're not going to go out and fight the crowds on Black Friday. We're not going to fight the crowds, you know, on a Tuesday at 8 p.m. We're going to do this shit late at night. We're going to go out to one of these big box stores that's open 24 hours, and we're going to go at like 12 o'clock at night. There won't be any crowds. There won't be any. There won't be any elbowing other people trying to get the last, you know, whatever fucking toy is popular that year. It would just be me and Nikki getting the last few things we needed for each other, and then buying the rest of Christopher stuff. And we were pretty stoked about our plan. We were feeling pretty good about ourselves. We had come up with something where we were going to be able to beat the system. So we go to Kenny, who's our roommate at the time, and we say, watch Christopher. We're heading out to go do our shopping. And we go out to this big box store. I think it was a Walmart or something like that at like 12 o'clock at night, just a few days before Christmas. And when we pull into the parking lot, it's empty. So empty that my wife looks at me and says, are you sure they're open? 
But we walk up to the doors, they're open, and it just reinforces how badass this plan is. This is foolproof. We are beating the system senseless. So we go inside, we do all the shopping we needed for Christopher. We're buying him this and that, and there was no one in there except for a few employees doing some restocking and stuff like that. But there were no crowds. There were no people to fucking fight. We get him the action figures he's looking for, games, stuffed animals, hand grenades, you know, the usual stuff you get for a five or six-year-old kid at Christmas. And then me and my wife make a pact. We would leave our buggy with toys in it in the toy department because, like I said, nobody's around who's going to fuck with it and go get the stuff we needed for each other. We would go buy that stuff, quickly run to the car, and then come back to our buggy and then check out the rest of Christopher's stuff and get the hell out of here like it's a fucking taco stand. So we go our separate ways. We buy the few little gifts we needed for each other, and then we run to the car and both meet back at the toy department, expecting our son's full Christmas buggy to be there with all the Christmas gifts in it and then fucking take this shit to the register and leave. But we were shocked when we got back. In fact, confused, dismayed, flabbergasted, pissed the fuck off, all could have worked for what we were feeling. Nikki and I had been gone for maybe 10, 20 minutes total in a store that was pretty much empty except for like three or four other employees. There's nobody in this store whatsoever. And when we left, this buggy had been full of fucking toys. But when we get back, there are no toys. In fact, these people who had been restocking all the shit around us hadn't been in the toy department whatsoever when we got there, but apparently in the 20 minutes since we had left, they had all converged on the toy department, took all the fucking toys that we had in this buggy out, and put them back on the shelves, and we aren't looking at like a buggy that's got most of our shit in the bottom of it and some of the stuff's been taken off the top. No, no, no. We are looking at an empty buggy altogether. So empty that I walked around like two or three of the aisles going, are we sure we left it on this aisle? I mean, this is just an empty buggy. Are we sure that our shit was in this register or in this buggy? My wife's like, no, I'm, I'm positive this was it. We left it right here in front of the action figures. And we stared at each other for a second with this fucking furious feeling that this had happened to us. And then we set about the stupid ass task of having to reacquire all the shit we had literally just shopped for. And as we finished and we did the walk of shame to the register, I remember thinking, this is just fucking typical. You can't beat the system. Even somehow in the dead of night, the system found a way to beat us. We never tried going to the store in the dead of night to get gifts again because we learned our fucking lesson this time. That when the TV talking box tells your kids what you got to buy, just go buy it. Just go fight the crowds and don't ever try to beat the system. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Now That I'm Older, a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online, go to nowthatimolder.com, we're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us like our badass Patreons, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And you can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Family. Now, Pottern Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcast and basically create a family out of absolutely nothing if you go to twitter and check out the hashtag you're going to find our show as well as the sunday blues podcast the drunk guys book club and the wayward wordsmiths and this week on episode 149 ntio christmas party we're going to talk all about christmas we get into how kenny doesn't buy gifts for some people about how white elephant is terrible and about how i believe die hard is absolutely not a christmas movie so check it out we'll be right back Okay, so 
Christmas is coming up and I was just talking to Kenny about some of the, uh, the crazy shit that I found about Santa Claus. It's a little bit weird to think about. And I didn't realize until the other day that completely the red color that Santa Claus has on his suit is all thanks to fucking Coca-Cola. Yeah. It used to come in all kind of color, but predominantly green and red were the most common. There were blue. blue. I could, there was a European, uh, there's a few European Santas that had it, like a blue jacket there's, and there's shit. There's a couple, but it's usually forest green or like a real, it wasn't as bright red as it is now. No, it was like, like a, a crimson. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a crimson, real dark, um, you know, rich. He's red. wearing the crimson mask. Okay. <laughs> Shane out of nowhere with a fucking 1970 wrestling reference. Uh, anyway, back to Christmas. <laughs> okay, Shane. <laughs> the great gift of eviction coming for some people. <laughs> but the, the thing about Christmas to me is like, there's so much shit that we now just accept. Like as kids, we just accept the fact that, that Santa Claus is this magical dude who's apparently lived forever, or if you looked at the Santa Claus, maybe he lives for a regular normal time period. Yeah, a new guy becomes Santa some Claus. other dude becomes Santa Claus, or yeah, I never thought into it that much as a kid. I just wanted my shit. You wanted your toys, but you, but as I got could older, have been the fucking tricks rabbit bringing shit for all I give a fuck. I just wanted my goddamn presents. I want my GI Joes. I need <laughs> I needed new troops to add to my army. Okay, so. Thinking about now possibly that, a vehicle if I'd been extra good that year. Yeah. Well, you wanted at least like four GI Joes and Dude, one. My vehicle. favorite vehicle of all time. Since we're on Christmas stuff, my favorite vehicle of all time that I got at Christmas was a Cobra vehicle. It was one of the newer ones. I guess when we were around twelve or thirteen. So we got we got swivel wrist and everything at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, the swivel grip. But and it shit? was it was supposed to be an underwater like tank thing, and like it had a bubble on the front. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Apparently, my phone was really excited about this gift. I have it on silent and still beat. It's weird. Anyway, so it was like an underwater vehicle, and it had like a bubble thing on one side. You had like the cockpit on one side where like it was like a truck cockpit. Right. Where they drove it. And then on the other side, it had a little submarine that was a bubble that could shoot off, and it literally popped off, and you could drive it around separate. And it was like a, one of those like diver bell shaped things, but it was, but it had a motor on the back instead of on the bottom. So, and then it also had like all kind of guns. Everywhere, but it had like double track fucking, uh, what do they call axles? So there's two wheels on either side of the axle on the back. It was heavy duty looking, man. It was the best toy ever. And it's one of those vehicles that when you get it immediately, all your other GI Joes are on it, dude. They're riding around in it. Well, like the other vehicles you have suddenly become like the secondary GI Joes vehicles. No, no, I used all my vehicles, but I always did something weird. There's something about the airplanes. They weren't, they didn't hold up real well. The, the the Blackbird thing and the and the uh, GI Joe that they converted to a Cobra toy so they could sell it with different paint. <laughs> right. The one that had the forward swept wings. None of all the wheels would always come off and shit. The cockpit always got fucked up. So for some reason it worked much better as an upside down <laughs> toy. So I if you flipped this. it over, you could put three guys in where the landing gear used to be. The guy in the front landing gear is now driving. The other two guys are like weapon experts or something. I don't know. I would you, I would make those like forts. Like when vehicles got broken down and shit, I'd be like, that's a uh, that's an outpost. No, they became landsliders. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want to hold them up in the air. That's gay. Instead, they're just, you know, flying around the carpet. And G.I. <laughs> Joe's used to hunt like dinosaurs and like He-Men were trolls. 
Because as a kid, you never had enough toys to actually play whatever, like, you never had well, enough no, G.I. Joe's to I have a, a real war. Me, between me and my brother, we had a lot of G.I. Joe's, but we had, like, we needed more. We had to go That's what I'm saying. You, you, you had enough. Like, for me and my brother, we had probably at our height, like, 20 G.I. Joe's. But still, like, what's a fucking war with 20 people? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Much better if you're fighting the trolls of the He-Man land. <laughs> exactly. Or if you join up with He-Man, and now you've got He-Man guys coming in to, to battle with you. Dude. Versus the because uh, at certain points we had the bad guys where Skeletor and Cobra joined forces. Transformers were in on it. All of them were together. It was oh. a big giant crossover. And typically, I didn't allow the Transformers to play in that world. <laughs> they're uh, they're robots. Whatever, they didn't dude. need to be involved. No, dude. Fucking robot warriors. Yeah, they're robot warriors that needed to be involved in wars with other. They're robots. more than meets the eye, Shane. <laughs> Why are you afraid of diversity? So is that the best gift you ever got, though, for Christmas? Was the, uh, I mean, the I don't know if it was the best gift. It was just my favorite G.I. Joe vehicle. Your favorite G.I. Joe vehicle. Because most of the vehicles were crap. Like, the planes were crap, man. They looked good in the first week, and then they were broken. <laughs> one of that my, thing held up. One of my favorite was um, Zartan. He had, like, the little... Um, Zartan's a faggot. The little thing that was like a... Uh, like a hovercraft almost sort of thing that he rode around. It was all him. right. I like the hovercraft that came with Serpentor better. Serpent, oh God, Serpentor. That was such a terrible bad guy. But, um, <clears throat> we didn't lose our recording there. No, we didn't lose our recording. It was just something stupid that my computer decided to do. But, like, Serpentor to me was just a <laughs> dumb bad guy altogether. My phone and your computer are conspiring against <laughs> the podcast today. What's going on here? I didn't like anything that went on with both of them. But like, when I was looking around for stuff about, uh, Serpentor was awesome. What are you talking about? No, Serpentor was shitty. Dude, he came with like three different outfits and a vehicle. What the fuck is wrong with you? You don't know how to value shot. For a character, he was fine. But as far as, like, if you looked into the actual story of him, I didn't was, give a shit about the story. The story went out the window the minute I got a toy no the story was bullshit the story was still intact for me because that was a everybody week. was 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 everybody was substandard to snake eyes first of all snake eyes was god <laughs> practically because he had a crossbow on his wrist so no matter what weapon he lost he still had his crossbow but and he had a wolf but snake eyes couldn't talk all the better he could talk in my world. Again, you you limit yourself you have to color in between the lines I'm making new lines <laughs> See, for me, there were lines that were there, and Serpentor, that was a that's, week of G.I. Joe that they spent. That's because you're a bitch ass. Where fucking Sergeant Slaughter would get up and, like, introduce the episode and tell us how Serpentor was built out of all these I don't give a shit guys. about the cartoon. I was playing with the toys. The cartoon was irrelevant to the toys playing with. They weren't, there were no He-Man trolls in G.I. <laughs> Joe either. I'm just saying that we they kept, didn't hunt plastic dinosaurs. <laughs> we kept true to the story. That's all I'm saying. You didn't keep true to the story. You limited yourself. Put no. yourself in a self-imposed imaginary prison. I kept myself true to the story. You just okay. had a good imagination. So when I looked at stuff about Santa Claus, there were some things that we didn't think about as kids. Like, when you think about Santa Claus, like I said, he's a magical guy, wears the red suit. My big issue always being living in the South is back in the day before, like, you know, people had to show off. Nobody had fireplaces down here. Nobody had a fucking fireplace. Why would you have a fireplace? Have central heat and air. Not only do you have central heat and air, but it stays like 60 throughout a lot of the winter. Right. Like you do have like two or three weeks. I at mean, a time. modern fireplaces, just FYI. I know. And I know your wife would be mad at me if I told her this. She'd just be angry that she couldn't do it the old way. Fireplaces, unless they're built a certain way, add no heat to your home whatsoever. Oh, we don't even turn because, our fireplace on. It's for ambiance. It's not for yeah, fucking heat. It's totally, that's all they're for. Cause they don't have a heat box. Fireplaces used to stick out a little bit, and unless the glass was closed, it just sucks all the heat up out of your house. It goes right, heat rises. I <laughs> so know. if there's not a stove element to your fireplace, you're not getting any heat out of that. 
So when I was a kid, I would say this thing to my mom. We lived in a in the, like rental houses and stuff that wouldn't have a fucking fireplace. And I'd be like, so where is Santa going to go when he gets here? And they'd be like, oh, well, he just knocks on the door then. And I was like, so what if you guys aren't awake? He's got a key. We'll be awake. Now, he, they tell me he had a key. I don't want to be fucking afraid of Santa breaking in at that point. What the fuck's wrong with your little kid ass? He's, he's okay if he comes down the chimney, but if he has a key, that's weird. Why would he have a key to my house? Never mind the fact that I Why was already- Why would he be shuffling his fat ass down your chimney? Never mind the fact that I was already okay with the fact that he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. <laughs> right. I was already okay with that shit. But as soon as fucking you introduce a key, I was suddenly like, wait a minute. Santa sounds like he's about to launch a U.S. Senate campaign any day now. (laughs) Child molested ass. But my parents had it all worked out. They're like, well, Santa will just knock on the door at that point. Don't worry. We'll be awake. Never, You know, completely just for me, like my brain didn't register the fact that, wait a minute. Well, how are y'all going to be awake? Dad works third shift. So I know he's going to be like, (laughs) he's usually cracked out of sleep. He's He's certainly not going to stay awake from my benefit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nothing about what's happening on that night is going to make him stay awake. But one of the things that I looked at was there's no known species of of reindeer in the entire world that can fly. First off. None of us added this up together. None of us said, you know, hey, wait a minute. Deer have never been able to fly. But as children, we were just fine with accepting the fact that he has magical reindeer. Not only does he have magical reindeer, he has eight magical reindeer that stay the same. Nine. Forever. Well, nine. Eventually, when you start to add in. We were old. We, we, he was already happened by the time we were kids. You can't go back and try to correct yourself. You forgot Rudolph. I didn't you forget forgot Rudolph. He has the most important reindeer. reindeer of all. No, the reindeer who went through the most most emotional no, torment. No, sing the song. He went through the most emotional torment of Rudolph all the reindeer. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Right. You'll go down in history. Blitzen didn't go down in history. <laughs> Comet didn't. You can't even name all eight of the other ones. Um, there's Donner, um, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> he got to the second name. <laughs> there's, there's Jimbo. <laughs> um, I the think... most famous reindeer of all. It's in the song. He's definitely number one. I think uh, Elias is one of the reindeer's names. <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> we should come up with some black reindeer names. Ra- Rudolph is a racist ass Christmas special. No, Rudolph wasn't a racist. They ain't got one Rufus. They ain't got no, like... <laughs> there wasn't... A, it, the worst part about Rudolph is, and I even used this as one of the clips for the show, was when uh, he Rudolph goes... Rudolph is one step right off Aldolf. That's all I know. When Rudolph, like, after Santa Claus steps up to his dad and goes, it's a shame, too. He had a good takeoff. You need to get this buttoned up. <laughs> like, talking about Rudolph's nose. And Rudolph gets ready to go hang out with the other kids, and the, the coach is like, now, now. From now on, we're not going to let Rudolph play any reindeer games. Get your ass over there, deformed boy. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, the, they uh, they basically needed the United States military to come in and set them straight like we did the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so- It would have been funny if, like, we parachuted some troops here and they started beating the shit out of, like, Comet while he's being a dickhead coach. <laughs> like, hey, fuck you, Comet. Pow! <laughs> Hang your ass up on the wall. Get you mounted. <laughs> <laughs> Who's special now, bitch? So reindeer Nazi scum. Reindeer can't fly, but if his you... name was Rudolph, his nose was red. They lived in a winter wonderland. Sounds a lot like Nazi Germany. To I'm me. gonna stop you right here. Okay, <laughs> I think not. I think Rudolph is Nazi propaganda. And we just now. I knew. don't think Rudolph is Nazi propaganda. I think Rudolph was a story that was completely accepted by children back then. To where we yeah. tried to tell them. You know what else they did in Nazi? countries that euthanize people with disabilities like red noses 
They excluded him and sent him out into the fucking wilderness of the North Pole where there's fucking abdominal snowmans and fucking guys with suspicious mustaches looking for gold. Cornelius. Or Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. That doesn't sound fishy. He didn't make that name up. (laughs) (laughs) What's his name again? Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. That's not a cover for like Ted Williams. He's touched a little boy once. He probably touched a little reindeer. I had to change my name because I had to to change my name and relocate to the fucking North Pole because my name was so fucking sucked. That's why he. Uh, that's why he was so friendly to that little elf kid. He's trying to get in his pants. No, he wasn't trying to get in his pants. So you got a he pedophile and a bunch work. of Nazi reindeer. He needed dental work. And, and Santa was perfectly fine with the bullying at the sea. He's part of the German state. Dude, Santa was completely okay with standing on the sidelines while Rudolph was getting his ass bullied by all these other little children and shit. He was perfectly fine being like, yeah, Santa wasn't. And even at the end, Santa was still a dick. Santa is an asshole through all that shit. It's just yeah. like. What? They should have had the 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 uh, Donald Snowman just come in and cut fuck up Christmas Village. Like he should have just been ripping motherfuckers' heads off. All ah, it should have been more like the fucking snow thing in fucking Star Wars. <laughs> should have been like the what's that thing called? The, the uh, I forget what it was called. The, the snow monster. The thing that fucked Luke up. Yeah, the, the, where they had to fucking rescue him. Originally, they were supposed to have like a whole bunch of those in the movie. Yeah, that would have been scary. The as only fuck reason for it a got cut down, The only reason it got cut down to one was because of the budget. Think about it going. They in were supposed to have that. They were gonna. They were gonna like purposely like bust a hole into one of the tunnels when the reb when the uh, stormtroopers came in. The rebels were gonna use those things to eat stormtroopers. Wow, that dude. was in the original script. Think about how much fucking more dark that would have been. Because <laughs> that shit came out. Empire came out in uh, 1980. Okay, I was yeah. what was I? Three years old in 1980. Okay, holy shit. Dude, you would have been fine. Think about the other shit that came out when we were kids. Nobody thought shit about Terminator. I went back and watched Terminator the other day. Terminator is terrifying. Oh, it's absolutely (laughs) fucking terrifying. If that shit was happening to me, I would just be like, I'm fucking, I'm killing myself. What was Gremlins, 83? Especially after the police station scene, I would have been like, no, I'm done. I'm not running from this thing anymore. He just took out a whole station of cops. And like, he didn't even care. (laughs) And they shot him and he was fine with it. He was just okay. Dude, he took those cops out like it was nothing. Um, think about this. Gremlins came out, I want to say in 83. Gremlins is fucking, okay, 85. Terrifying for one of your toys to come alive and kill you. Dude, it was terrifying when I was a kid. I was scared of the Christmas tree for like three years after that one hit in the Christmas tree and jumped on his mom. Could you imagine if you fed your cat after midnight? I'm all walking past the Christmas tree with a blender every time. (laughs) Giving it the side eye, like, yeah. Imagine if your fucking cat spawned No red lights in the tree this year. (laughs) If your fucking cat spawned new cats, if you fed it after midnight, cats or are not mogwai. Shay. <laughs> I'm saying if they did that, my cat can't play music and dance and be a little fucking free will creature. The under, absolutely worst part of that movie is how they treat him like a pet. He's clearly conscious. <laughs> clearly creature. has free will. Obviously, <laughs> you can lock the nigga up in a box. <laughs> <laughs> they put him in a fucking cardboard box and close the top. When there are seven of, or what was it, six he or seven of them? He can drive a car and put on a headband like Rambo, but you're not going to let him decide when to go to bed. I mean, come on. This movie's horrible. Star Trek, that would have never flown. 
They would have been like, this violates the Prime Directive in like 18 <laughs> different ways. Go back and think about um, the, the Peanuts Christmas special. This is one I thought about too the other day where like Charlie Brown goes out and like for all the – he goes out and buys this like really shitty little Christmas tree. I mean maybe I'm starting to turn on that goddamn special. Maybe that was the beginning of us going soft on people who didn't do a good job because you know what? Charlie Brown, God damn it, there were plenty of good trees there. Go home and tell your mom to do better. Stop raising a butt boy. God, why you gotta be a little turd and come back with a fucking limb? Well, hold on. Think about this, okay? They're what? Let's say Charlie Brown is like. <laughs> We're gonna sing the tree to magnificence. No, that's not how things work in real life. You work what? hard, or your tree sucks. You can't just get around and fucking hold hands and sing a song, and all of a sudden your tree's gonna be great. Well, it's not only that. They also decided that they were all gonna give his tree a chance and decorate it together. Well, and yeah, then when they decorated, Linus it, Linus had to go and invoke Jesus and get everybody all fucking sassy. <laughs> he, did, he did invoke the Jesus clause in the middle of it. He definitely did. But You guys don't even know what Christmas is about. And then the crazy part is going back and watching that. It doesn't sound creepy. Yeah, it'd be like, and then we really don't know if that's when he was born, so we stole this pagan holiday, which is where the tree part comes in. But as a kid, it didn't sound <laughs> preachy because you had been to fucking church, like you'd seen this well, stuff yeah, before. Yeah, you had to go to church and you like were a heathen back then. Exactly. Nowadays, it's like... Nowadays, you uh, got fucking 16-year-olds having their girlfriends spend the night for the weekend. It's weird. You get, Shit is like... <laughs> but if you go back and watch that special, he brings... Home, now, I think that they're eight-year-old kids, and he went and bought the shitty tree why is got? everything mad this now well, I Donald think- Trump is president uh, which has pushed me away from normal conservative beliefs but then I get over there with all the other liberals and they're like yeah my 16 year old son's having his girlfriend spend the night this weekend what? no it's not how it's worked this isn't how any of this works we're not talking about the craziness in the world right now Kenny we're talking about Christmas okay get back okay. on track alright by the way I don't buy anybody gifts for Christmas I'm gonna throw that out there let's talk about that Okay, so Kenny claims that he doesn't get gifts for people because he's single and he enjoys the freedom and yada, 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 and all that stuff, but maybe he's just a really bad gift giver. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to talk about exactly why White Elephant and all those stupid little giving games are absolutely ridiculous and trash and you should never do them. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. The Epic Film Guys podcast is a film comedy podcast with two best friends celebrating everything we love about going to the movies. We've got great beer, amazing guests, and quirky characters unlike anything you've ever heard before. Well, I just assumed you were drinking that chocolate stout that you were going to make with the cheapest crap chocolate ice cream in a Miller Lite. I remember being a young man and my mother telling me I didn't have a name because I was illegitimate. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> Subscribe to the Epic Film Guys on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you at the movies. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas. He thought. Doesn't come from a star. 
All right, Kenny. This week we're going to do a brand new commercial for Patreon. You've already been told What's what pa- you've already been told what Patreon is. Uh, I knew you, you were going to ask you me. Assume that I was. Don't fucking ask me what Patreon is. Patreon is the place. Patreon.com/slash now let them older. Where they go there, give us money, donate oh. to the podcast every month. Yeah, give me some money. It's for now that I'm older. It's not for Kenny. There is no place to donate to Kenny. Don't try to donate directly to Kenny. Patreon.com, if you go there, we're going to give you things like stickers, T-shirts, unreleased content. We're also going to have Kenny do a shout-out where he talks about you directly, and he's going to do his best to make it as nice as possible. I'm not. For one brief moment, I saw all the bolts silhouetted against the lights of the traffic, and then they were gone. Oh, Fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. I said the word. Uh, Hello, we're from Netflix and Swill Podcast. Let me review Netflix shows for you, please. It would mean so much to me if you let me review Netflix for you. Somebody's got to review them. Why can't it be me? Come on, let the boy review Netflix shows for you. Hi, hello. Are you good? Uh, Good. Let me drink crappy alcohol and make jokes for you. I'm already going to be reviewing Netflix for you. Just say yes to me drinking crappy alcohol. Honestly and sincerely, I'd like to make jokes for you to laugh at. He's a good, hard-working boy. Let him drink some beer and make jokes. Please don't make me watch the one-star movies. He's a nice boy! Watch your own damn shitty movies! For God's sake! Download Netflix and Swill, please. I'll put all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Please download our episodes. I already started watching the one-star movies. If you didn't want to listen to our show, why'd you let me watch the one-star movies? Can we stop this cruel game and allow the boy to keep one shred of dignity? For God's sake, I can't stand to see him in all this pain. So just listen to Netflix and swill. For the love of God, let the boy review Netflix for you. Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Ah, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? Clark, please. He doesn't know any better. Well, uh, I'm a single adult male. Freedom. That's all I have to say. Freedom from the shopping. I don't want nothing from everybody else. I don't need nothing from them. And I ain't getting them nothing. This is why Kenny never gets anything for Christmas. Unless, like, somebody from our family decides they can't go. I'll cook for people. I'll have people over. I'll go over there, and I'll eat food, and I'll I'll enjoy fellowship. Well, my family only does White Elephant, and I hate White Elephant. I think White Elephant Elephant is the stupidest thing. It's the most un-Christmassy thing ever. I'm not buying you. We've we've talked about this last year. I'm not buying a random gift for anyone. I'm not buying you some shit that put. There's no fucking thought. If you're doing White Elephant right now, let me just go ahead and tell you. People are stealing gifts from each other. Fights are breaking out. Let me tell you if I go out and buy a gift for someone, that means that I put time and effort into going into the store and saying, I know that XYZ person wants XYZ thing. I'm not going to the store and being like, oh, let me get this shitty random gift for $20 and bring it back because we said $20 was the minimum. But I'm not playing it. I don't stop play it. it. I don't play the game. Stop fucking up your holidays. Stop making your children believe this is the way the world works. And then I like, get my job. They, could, they weren't satisfied with having a stupid gift exchange where people buy useless shit for each other. That wasn't complicated enough. So now you're supposed to like buy a gift every day, all of next week, the whole week, like dollar gifts. Which, you know, real bullshit you don't need (laughs) every day. And you're supposed to try to hide it from the person the whole week. Like, you try to give it to their gift, but they still don't know who you are. 
and then you get the $20 gift at the end of the week. To me, this is the stupidest, most overly complicated bullshit I've ever heard. What happened to real Christmas, okay? Where even at work, you got a name for someone else. You found they didn't do details. that shit. You didn't get gifts from each other at work. You got a bonus, and you went home with your fucking family. No, dude. When I was a, when I was coming up and started working went, at corporate yeah, places, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I know they'd already fucked it up at that point. You don't ever see any classic Christmases where, like, you know, they're sitting around with their coworkers exchanging shitty gifts. No, you don't see that because that wasn't Christmassy. America's just greedy as fuck. I need, I need more. I need more gifts. I need, who else can I get gifts from? Which is why I protest. The people the at work, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> I got two NASCAR coffee cups one year in a secret Santa exchange. Two NASCAR coffee cups. This guy got my name in the department. I used to secret think people Santa. were cynical when they complained about the commercialism <laughs> of Christmas, and then I, I bought into that concept completely. And now I just refuse to get fucking sucked into this gift. If I do give a gift, it'll be like something I made. Kenny, like you are not making anybody a gift for Christmas. I might give them pictures I took of them or their family or something you, you like that. You didn't make that. The camera made that. Like, okay. No, I took the picture. You might have took the picture. This the reminds me it. of when he told us our editor in the movie wasn't an artist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Now you're editing the movie, I suppose. So it's never going to get done. Shane, you're not allowed to talk to the editor anymore. Shane had a point at every, every person in the movie almost, except for Rory, because hell no, I wasn't dealing with Rory alone. Rory was our DP, and Rory was very good at being a DP, but he was not easy to deal with. So there's no way I was taking that on. But every other person in the movie at some point was like, just, I just want to talk to Kenny. <laughs> I don't. If Shane needs to tell me something, he can tell me through Kenny. I'm we're, like, we're getting off track here. We're getting off track. We need to get back no, to We're getting Christmas. off track because you were the bad guy. No, okay. we're, not, we're not getting off track. You're talking about the movie. I'm talking about Christmas, okay? Well, I'm yeah, talking the movie about the came out at Christmas. I'm talking about the amount hey, of. Our, our movie was a Christmas movie. No. It was not a Christmas movie. It was a Christmas movie. It came out December 17th. It doesn't matter. There was no Christmas in the movie at all. None. Da, da, Nothing. Da, <laughs> da, da, da. Um, did you ever think about how much shit Santa puts on the sleigh? Think about it. If every kid in the world I just is getting stuff from Santa. He like exchanged sleds at different points. Like I figured he had distribution systems. You really thought that Santa had like different I'm outposts. A, I was an intelligent child. Yes, I had it all you worked out in my he head. Had outposts. It worked for UPS. It could work for Santa. So you oh, thought he... Oh, the flying reindeer was a stretch though. <laughs> no, I'm saying you created this whole other scenario where it's like... I didn't like, create a scenario. It was just a simple logistics of what he would probably do if I were like him. like North Pole Packaging, basically. Where they had the, I, you know, they're running a packaging sense. company. Yeah, and like during Toronto the would be an excellent place because that's like the whole Northeast and Canada all at once. During the off-season, he's basically Saint, running a delivery and then, service. then from Toronto, he would probably go based out of St. Louis. I would say he'd probably get a new sled if, if in this scenario he'd probably pick up a new sleigh in like South America so that he could at all like maybe Dude, we haven't even got through America yet and you're already on South if America. You're, do you're, over, you're overly simplifying things. There's like six different places in America he has to stop. God damn, Shane, you're so six good. different places in America. There's fucking millions Logistics of places have in never, America. never, ever, ever six different distribution center. Man, you're horrible at this. <laughs> He has one distribution You need to stay center. in sales because logistics is clearly not Your for you. Your fucking scenario doesn't work because there's no way Santa could have done that. He has to have the toys. I, I gave you one of them. One you factory. assumed I was done. That doesn't mean the factory can't send them to different distribution centers throughout the year. Dude, every special that we've ever have seen. Have you never seen how Toys for Tots does it? We're not they don't about have flying reindeer. We're not talking about Toys for Tots. We're talking about a magical Dude, fat once guy. Once you build a system, it can all work together. Toronto, then St. Louis, then like, I don't know, probably like uh, Denver. Denver's always solid. 
And then you get Seattle for the Northwest. Then you have auxiliary distribution centers like Miami. So you can hit like the Southwest East Coast, probably LA also, because, you know, Seattle's pretty far from LA and Colorado is too. So you got to triangulate that. No, dude. And then maybe back and hit Minnesota for the top Midwest because Toronto's still East Coast kind of and Seattle's West Coast. So you got to hit the Northwest. You know, St. Louis is middle, but it's low middle. See, you put way too much into this. For me as a kid, he was a fucking magical guy. It took three minutes. He was a magical Three minutes, bro. It wasn't that hard. You just didn't try because you're a lazy-ass kid. That's why your head got so big. No, I wasn't a (laughs) lazy-ass kid. For me, I was told Santa Claus was magical. Okay? I was told he was- You took the easy out. I I was told he was magical. (laughs) You took the easy out. And I was also told that he was able to visit everybody because at some point, one of my parents tried to convince me that he could travel through time. And I was like, wait a minute. Well, he clearly can slow time down. I was like, wait a minute. So if you think about it, there's two billion children in the world. Two billion. But obviously, he's not going to be visiting the Muslims, the Hindus, the Jews. Jews and Muslim kids don't get no shit. The Buddhist kids. So basically, he's doing about 15% of all the kids in the entire world, or roughly 378 million. Clearly, he has franchises. You don't, again, you have no business skill when you were a child. I would clear this out. I was like, every McDonald's is owned by McDonald's corporate. Come on now. That's ridiculous. No. Santa Claus is one guy who's able to do all of this. No. He Wait a minute. Are we literally saying Santa Claus is basically like the Rupert Murdoch of the Santa Corporation, where he's just sitting somewhere? Yeah, he's just making CEO decisions. Santa, and he has Santa Santa, you know, agents. Are they? Are these agents? Some robots? of them. Some of them are drunks. Are they robots, or are no, they just? They're they're elf men. They're elf men. You obviously, aren't paying attention to your lore. They're elf men. That Santa's are- elf and man. The elves are straight elves. They, they're, they're, they're slave labor. How do we know that Santa's an elf man? Because he's he's like the head nigga in charge. <laughs> but what is? How does that make him an elf? That doesn't make. Have him- you not seen like? I mean, look at the fucking goddamn movie Labyrinth. Okay. All right. Follow me. No. All the other. <laughs> <laughs> all- <laughs> no. Not at all. <laughs> all the other trolls look like trolls, but the troll king, or sorry, goblins look like goblins. The Goblin King was David Bowie. It's not just even a person, but like a pretty person. (laughs) Santa Claus was fat and still had game. So you're saying that Santa Claus, who has no children for some reason, um, and has a a wife, but has tons of elves. So maybe Maybe Mrs. Claus is spinning out elves. Maybe. Maybe the franchise Santas are his kids. I don't think they're He is ageless as man elf. I don't think there's franchise children out there. I think I there's franchise Santas and they're his kids. I don't think there are. I think there's employees. I think, I think you keep trying to throw holes at me and I keep patching them up. And no, I'm not trying off. to throw holes at you. I'm trying to you, say that. Because as a kid, you were incompetent at patching them yourselves. No, it's not that I was incompetent at patching my, them myself. I believed in magic. I believed that, that Christmas <laughs> was a magic. magical time where magic would happen. And like we would get toys I actually never, just I for just, being good. I actually just never really believed Santa was a person. But if I didn't play along, my parents were going to buy me extra shit from Santa. <laughs> um, if you really want to know what I believe, and I used to really think it was hilarious. Like I never was mean enough to out Santa at school. I'd be like Santa's not real. But whenever one kid would do it to another kid, secretly I loved it. It was just like it was, that was like a present in itself. Look at this little turd crying because he doesn't think Santa's real. You're still getting gifts, bitch. Quiet down. Yeah, but that's literally one of the moments where like all the Ray was probably dies. one of those kids. I wasn't going to bring him up, but we do have a friend. This is not negative. It's just Ray is very, and very, very vocal about this. So he can't get mad at me for talking about this. Um, Ray Ray is one of those people that, that claims he was mad at his parents when he found out Santa wasn't real. 
And I, I still to this I, day, I contend, still to this day remember not giving a flying fuck. I didn't give a shit that Santa was real. Okay, <laughs> I was upset that I'd been lied to a little. I'll be honest, a little. And when I say a little, I, like when I was upset that Tom and Jerry didn't come on at four thirty anymore. Tom and Jerry were lame. I used to hate Tom and Jerry because they were running Tom and Jerry instead of Transformers and shit like that. No, they used to run Tom and Jerry, and then they would run Transformers. And they could have been running shit. something cool instead of the same fucking cartoon that I'd seen eight thousand times. But what I'm getting at is when I found out Santa wasn't real, I, it was more of an inconvenience sort of thing. It like, wasn't even an inconvenience; it was irrelevant. No, it was an inconvenience because finally, how's an inconvenience? Head, the, the How, go ahead and explain this to me. By Privilege. The wonder had died. <laughs> Sometimes black kids go to bed hungry, and you're inconvenienced because you kind of Santa Claus. Stop room. that shit right now. I went to fucking bed hungry a couple times. Stop that so shit. So why right are you now. worried about Santa Claus then? Because it was get one your priorities piece. straight, nigga. You need to be worried about your goddamn meals. It was a piece of. No, I don't go to bed hungry now. Look at me. But it, when I was a kid, <laughs> it was a piece of fucking wonder that had been stripped away. It was something that, like, we as children could probably hold. You're always on trying to. to hold on to shit. That's your problem. It was, yes, you were losing the joy of Santa, but scrambled porn should have been taking that (laughs) Kids today have it so good. They don't have to watch scrambled porn. You were just happy if you thought you saw a titty. It might have been an elbow or a knee. People may not have even been naked at this point. It could have been story bullshit. You could, like, listening to the music where you could still hear the sound, like, sometimes you'd be like, dude, they're totally having sex. Getting the sound was, like, rare. It depended on what time period it was, because at some point the scrambling was better visually, and other times it was better for the audio. A lot of times my dad had the Spice Channel and that shit would come through and you'd get the sound and you'd think like based on the music they were having sex, but in reality they were riding in a you cab. You don't even have dials you can turn on your TV now to try to tune into it either. Hell no. People don't understand. You were like a code breaker back in the day trying to get uh, get the porn channel to come through. You were all like, eh, Dude, if I turn it this way. Just to get the fucking video games to work, you had to change to a different channel altogether. You didn't just have to turn it to okay. a different channel. Technically, there's a little box you plugged into oh, the yeah, back of the Oh yeah, you had to have the RF switch. converter and you shit. had to switch it from TV to game. There's a little box that had wide little things you screwed to the TV. It was crazy. There was no for all you kids out there. There, there was, was no coax right cable plug in. There was no there was no HDMI two. Okay, I'll just put it that way. There was no separate channel. <laughs> nope. There was the one place where you're supposed to plug an antenna, and that's it. I remember getting one of my best Christmas gifts I ever got was a fucking Atari twenty six hundred. My dad had gone over to uh, my yeah, grandmother's house and played fucking uh, Pac Man. I was like, dude. This is so awesome. So they they told me, you're going to get an Atari for Christmas. It was for them. Yeah. We opened the Atari <laughs> up on Christmas morning. I got to play for all of about, I don't know, not until my dad got done playing with it. Like my mom and dad. Until <laughs> til March. <laughs> <laughs> they opened it and were like, this is pretty fun, ain't it, boy? Here, you give it a try. What's crazy is we had an Atari. And back in the day, you didn't leave your game system plugged up or out. Hell no, you took that thing back to your room, and when it was time to play video games, we had, you had, a, to... we had like a TV stand that the TV was on, and the game got taken off the TV, all the controllers got wrapped up, and everything got put in a drawer. Every time you wanted to play that motherfucker, you had to hook it up. Like, I don't know what, when exactly we wisened up, and we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> you mean I don't have to go through basically like a Radio Shack presentation every time I want to play video I think games? That's when v- VCRs became popular because you left the VCR plugged in. Why the fuck are we not leaving the goddamn game system plugged in? My dad, when we first got um, out to my apartment out in Villarica, we had no service. Is this the service. land of dirt? Yes. Okay. No service whatsoever. 
none when it came to cable. So we got cable and then we had a shitty picture. I'm sorry. We didn't get cable. We got out there and we couldn't get regular TV. Like the TV service was so shitty. So my dad went out and bought an antenna that was about the size of a small Volkswagen. Okay. And he brings this antenna back to our house, puts it on the house. And then he buys a signal booster to go onto that. Then he has like three other things that he's attached to the television to try and boost the signal to make the fucking TV come in. And he would get on top of our trailer and be like, Y'all see it now? Y'all see, like he's yelling at us. I remember when everybody used to have a giant antenna on their house. Oh yeah, you had the fucking my, my grandparents tried to hold out. So like cable has been around for quite some time now. But for my grandparents, they didn't get cable until like two thousand and eight. So <laughs> they moved into a neighborhood with a beautiful home. It's like $500,000 house back when that's probably like a million two now. Right. And like they, you couldn't put an antenna on your house. <laughs> because Cause this was- is like, I see, I was like 12. So this is like 92. So by this time, cables, pretty much everybody has cable. Everyone. Like not especially people- everyone living in an upper class white neighborhood. So my grandfather being defiant as he is, doesn't, doesn't to him, the idea that you paid monthly to watch TV was a crime. This was a con and it wasn't something that was gonna it wasn't gonna last. So it was just people were gonna go back to broadcast anytime now. That damn internet. So, yeah, he didn't, <laughs> they didn't have the internet for until like also and they only got that in two thousand eight because that's when I moved back in with them. And you were like, I'm not living and in I fucking... paid for cable. So <laughs> I'm not living in a Oh he made them take it off his T V. I had him put it on his T V at the old house, my, my, my old apartment was way, way less nice than this. So I had it put on the upstairs, too. And he made him take it off because it ruined all his... He was, like, trying to record shit off... You know how old people used to have, like, 50 VHS tapes of stuff they recorded off broadcast TV? Well, his things wouldn't work right with just cables. So he had... Because he had it, like, rigged up where he could record three channels at once and shit. He was real proud. He had, like, lots of bullshit that you would never want to watch. <laughs> He would sit and record the people's court and shit. Not the people's day. court, but like weird shit that they had on PBS and just like yeah, weird shit. And so the, his, the history of the rubber band. So he decided he didn't want the cable on that TV. But every now and then he'd go into the other living room on this little TV I had set up for him, and so he could watch uh, f- college football games that weren't on broadcast. He wouldn't admit that he liked having that, but he did. But at any rate, to be defiant, they put that giant attic up in, or that giant antenna up in the attic. Like, that's going to work. <laughs> I was about to say, so did it get any No, reception? it was looking horrible. <laughs> you just couldn't watch TV over there. <laughs> I still remember when we first got a VCR and my dad telling us, because you remember at my house, every 15 minutes, there was some new wrestling program coming on that my dad <laughs> needed to watch and watch and record at the same time. But we finally got him convinced when Christmas time would come around because kids, Christmas specials on television are like crack. Like it doesn't matter what's on about Christmas, but if it's about Christmas and like giving and understanding and loving and getting gifts and shit, we yeah. were into it. So my dad, when he finally learned that he could record something and then watch something else on the TV at the same time, that was a game changer for him. That changed the <laughs> world. Cause now during Christmas time, he didn't have to listen to his kids bitch about the fact that he was watching wrestling. He could still watch his shitty wrestling while we were in the next, while we were in the room, like watching something else, or he could watch wrestling and record it for us. And then like, you know, send us off to the other room to watch it with a little VCR. We had attached to a shitty. Television. I remember when picture in picture was the new big thing. 
<laughs> I do too. Nowadays I can look at uh, on my cable at home, I can look at four different channels at once. And I was like, but still, why do you want to? It's still a stupid thing. You only get audio from one of them. A exactly. B. I was like, my, if my dad could see this right now, this would be the, just a game changer for him. Like this would change the entire the idea. World. That most thing is stream and you can just watch it whenever the fuck you want. It probably blows mine a little bit more than the picture in picture. <laughs> so let's, ah. let's get back to a couple of these really weird things about uh, Santa Claus that we didn't think about as kids. Like, if you think about the amount of children Santa Claus would have had to visit. We just talked about that. Distribution centers, dude. It's not, not only vis- distribution centers, the amount of people he had to visit. Though, right. That- Franchise Santas. I told you. I've already got this worked out. But to work out how many it would be. First off, there'd have to still be some sort of magic involved. Unless there was a team of like 3,000 well, Of course people. there's some magic involved between him and Miss Santa. Is it, is it that kind of magic or is it, are they all just fucking methed out that night because they're all <laughs> working like hours upon hours upon hours? I think they just drink coffee. I, I really want to believe Santa Claus isn't doing rips of fucking ripping lines of methamphetamines. Do you remember that show that was on a long time ago when they were snorting Christmas cheer? That's what they're doing. That's what Santa's doing. That was the show that came on after South Park. What was it called? I forget what it was called. Saturday morning kids show or something. They were they were snorting Christmas cheer. They fucking they fucking they took it out of that dude's spinal fluid. He was an elf. They gave him a spinal. No, he wasn't an elf. He was just a dude. Oh, that's right. He was just a dude, and he had fucking he had so much Christmas cheer. They fucking gave him an epidural and fucking fucking did a spinal tap and started (laughs) snorting the shit that came out. Like dried it out and then snorted snorted his Christmas cheer and then everybody had Christmas cheer. And then that show quit coming on. (laughs) I knew it. I saw that. I was like, they're going to get rid of this one pretty quick. That's more than likely what the distribution center Santas are having to do to be able to make sure these children are getting their toys. Yeah. But I'm twisted because I thought up a distribution center shades of your free base and Christmas. I'm just saying that first off, if you're, if somebody sneaks into your house, let's put my parents thing to the test. Okay. Santa just apparently they weren't the sneaking door. in the door. They were getting let in. Santa just, which is way less creepy than some guy <laughs> creeping down your cheap chimney. But first of all, he's supposed to be fat. Port, he's to be chimney. Not that only, didn't not bother big, you. No, nobody was bothered at the fact that this guy more than likely had early onset diabetes from like twenty years ago from how fat he was. My parents gave me even worse line of bullshit. They told me he came down the the gas line pipe. <laughs> like where the furnace, yeah, you know your furnace That's has the pipe stupid. at the top of the house. That's stupid. Game. You can see the pipe. At the top yeah, of the you house. can see. The, yeah. They had to have something. Well, wasn't it the Christmas or a, uh, the Santa Claus? I was like, like, okay, you should go ahead and give me that gift from Santa. <laughs> <laughs> you were all hot and bothered by it, and I was all like, what do I need to say to ensure I still get the extra presents? Here? Wasn't it the Santa Claus when like he like the thing moved and like it created a fireplace out of nothing on the wall? When we were watching, yeah, I'm not going to go down this road with you of all the Christmas specials, <laughs> especially ones that came out after 1990. <laughs> not vested, except for Elf. Dude, Elf was great, but the Santa Claus was all like, it's still eh. one of those ones. It's like, eh, hold on. I still think it's kind of fucked up. The Tim Elf's Allen- only funny because fucking Will Ferrell's <laughs> so funny, dude. I still think it's kind of fucked up, but Tim Allen basically <laughs> killed that dude that was Santa Claus and then was like, I don't want to take his place. See, that movie was lame. I don't think the Okay. Everybody out there in, in the uh, in the Twitter world or in the fucking podcast world, let me know what you think of the Santa Claus. Was it's it certainly not Die Hard. <sighs> We're not getting into Die Hard. I recently put a post out. And John McClane was... would kick fucking Santa Claus's ass from the Santa Claus. I don't think not he the would. real Santa Claus. Tim Allen's old faggoty ass. Well, first off, he was the real Santa Claus in that after he accepted the he suit was and the became real the real Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. In there. <laughs> 
no, Chris Kringle's the real Santa Claus, not some fucking douchebag who had a tool time show. This guy killed the real Santa Claus and became first off in first what of all, world Tim did you Allen kill? served time for dealing cocaine. He is not the Santa Claus. In what world did you kill Santa Claus? In what and world then you do you go from Santa dealing Claus? cocaine to selling toys to kids at night? Not selling toys. He's a fucking felon. He definitely doesn't get to come in your house at night. That violate his parole. <laughs> Okay, so now we're saying that Santa Claus is a felon. Did you know Tim Allen was a felon? I'd heard that he was a felon before. He's one of those know. people that now that he's a felon and he's convicted and done his time, now he's all hardcore conservative, which to me is all, you weren't so conservative when you were buying blow from the fucking, <laughs> from the Mexican mob and selling it at a profit, were you, you fuckhead? Now you're a conservative. You're a conservative because you think everybody else is a weak-ass little drug dealer like your bitch ass. So, Merry Christmas from all of us here now that I'm older. Just remember that next time you watch the Santa Claus and you think it's a good Christmas movie. That's a Coke dealer. Will Ferrell as an elf was hilarious on the other hand. Will Ferrell never sold cocaine to kids. You sit on a throne of lies. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that first time he sees Santa and he thinks it's real Santa, he gets excited. He's not like a little excited. He's excited excited like you were when your parents told you you could watch wrestling and stay up late. Only Will Ferrell could have played that part like that. (laughs) I know him. I know him. Uh, I'm just thinking about that movie makes me fucking lose my breath. <laughs> all right. Well, Merry Christmas from all of us here. At What's now your favorite older. Christmas movie, folks? Yeah. Get on Twitter and tell us. I know it's Die Hard, but Shane doesn't believe me. Don't so. fucking, don't let Kenny taint you. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Not sure action movie. I want nothing to do with anybody's taint. <laughs> but if you love John McClane and you know that he saved Nakatomi Tower. It's Nakatomi Tower. Whatever. Oh, I think it's actually it. Nakatomi Plaza. It is Nakatomi Plaza. It's definitely Plaza. Um, Greatest Christmas miracle ever. No, no? One guy with no shoes took out a whole fucking terrorist outfit. But it had That's, nothing to do with Christmas. It had everything. It, it had nothing to, it was a to Christmas do. miracle. It's not. There's nothing about Die Hard that's a Christmas miracle, okay? There no, was self-sacrifice. No Santa Claus. There was giving. No Jesus. There was... Jesus no was dead. I bet he, several people went and met Jesus that night. <laughs> well, all of them were terrorists, okay? But we're not talking about that. Doesn't that doesn't mean Jesus didn't forgive them. They weren't like Muslim terrorists. Merry Christmas from now that I'm older, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. It's it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We 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 smile a little easier. We 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 we, we share a little more for a couple of hours out of the whole year. We are the people that we always hoped we would be. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. Just like to remind the audience that for like an entire summer, you thought you were the crow. Hey, we have stuff we can talk about with you, too. And that's all the time we have. We're going to have to go ahead and uh, close that out right now. Let's see uh, see you now that I'm older this week. Oh, that looks great. You know, I think this is going to be our best Christmas ever.